You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Streets, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Back with another cast, another intro. Uh, Did you bring the enthusiasm? No, that's that's the enthusiasm that I can muster for an intro. Let me look at my control board here. Is there an enthusiasm (laughs) level? Yes, I'm going to move it from negative three to five. Hey, 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 we're back with another show. Back down at three. Hey, everybody, we're back with another show. Uh, This is A. Ron Hubbard here. (laughs) What? No, (laughs) I've got it reversed. I got it reversed. This is Jim Jones. How's it going? And I'm Aaron Hubbard. Oh, God. This intro is brutalizing our listeners. <laughs> who's what? What's going on? I have no idea. Uh, what's on second? That's all I know. Uh, yes. Who is on first? And this is Blue Yonder. I don't know what we're talking about this week. We have kind of a... Another potpourri Random cast. pile. Yeah. A random steaming pile of stuff to talk about. Uh, we got some news on a badass front. We just saw the movie The Fighter. We, we do. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we've got some listener feedback. We have a contest winner to talk about. We have shocking development in the concluded war against personal arrogance. They're wanting to open that back up. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we you know, no three-minute hate. Whether, talk whether or not cheap. we're going to allow it. I'm not going to waste time on a three-minute hate with these guys. Well, here's, I the, see, here's the thing. We obviously scared them a little with but, the, the two-minute hate. Wait, let's let's let's. Let's talk. Let's let's wait till the listener. Let's let's get our cast over with before we get into this. Get it over with. The listeners want to know. It's pertinent information. No, nah, okay. I think it's coming to that. Well, I probably should have opened my uh, notes. Do you ever feel like you get a bubble <laughs> caught in your voice yeah. box and it like changes the octave <laughs> and inflection of your voice? Yeah, all the time. What the fuck happens with that? And it, yeah, it's totally noticeable too. Because some things like the change with your voice are only noticeable to you, mm-hmm. like in your head. But that's one of those things that everyone can tell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not in puberty. I'm like 20 <laughs> years outside of puberty. I just swallowed weird. Don't worry. God, I'm old. Oh, yep. Um, old dude. So what are you going to do first, fighter? Old dude on the cast. No, I've got something that I saw the other day that I wanted to talk about. Lay it on me, brother. <laughs> it's this news story about a product that Sega is coming out with. Sega has been known for some interesting products. Um, <laughs> this might be the most interesting to date. That it is a product, a video game product called the Toilet, T O Y L E T. And what this is, I'm not laughing. Do you see my face? <laughs> you'll laugh. What this is is a video game system at urinals controlled by your pee. So you, the harder you pee, like okay, for instance, <laughs> I'm not, not even kidding. See, we're just going for pressure. I, exactly, we're I'm measuring not even kidding. prostate there, strength. There is a sumo wrestling like game where oh my God. you spray milk from your nose, and the amount of milk that is sprayed from your nose against your opponent, you're trying to push him, uh, like push the milk wait, wait, into wait. his face. So I'm peeing. So you're, you're peeing, and that's making. <laughs> Milk <laughs> shoot out of my avatar's nose? Yes, at another avatar who's sure also shooting milk? milk back. 
Are we uh, sure that's supposed to be milk? There are bottles, but no, we're not sure. It's we're the Japanese, sure. I'm assuming, it's we're the, talking about here. Absolutely. Who else? Whoa. Yeah. And so the pressure of your pee controls how much milk is coming out of your nose. The object is to hit the other guy in the face with your milk. So you're standing next to this dude at the urinal, <laughs> pissing, grunting. I mean, so how you're many people playing are against gonna... the guys aside yes. from you? It's like a multi, like a Daytona setup where you're playing with the dudes next to you. Whoa! So I'm shooting white stuff in the guy <laughs> next to me that I'm playing yeah. with. Awkward. A little bit. And and there's like there's gonna be global leaderboards and it's got like RPG elements where you level up your dude. Well oh, I'm not bragging, <laughs> but I can pee into a second story window. <laughs> From the ground level, <laughs> from the basement, from the basement, from from sitting in the uh, you know the, the the service lift that they have. <laughs> yeah, I go yeah. down two floors down, pee into a second floor story window. <laughs> that's impressive. And how do you know this? That's that's my question. I've done it. Someone pissed me off on a second floor once, and that <laughs> so was, you pissed them off. Yeah, they had they had, a, they had a warm apple pie cooling on the window. <laughs> you pissed <laughs> I it. pissed on their pop tart pie. <laughs> But this is amazing to me. Like, and there there are other games well, too. But you know, that was the most. It's ridiculous actually one. kind of interesting because I heard that there was a bar someplace that had an experiment where they hmm. they put targets in the urinal. Yeah, like out of the urinal cake, they made a targeting pattern, hmm. and they found that because you've ever been into a urinal in a bar, it's disgusting. Sure, like there's piss on the floor, piss yeah. on the walls, piss on top. I don't know how guys do it. I think mm-hmm. it's deliberate. And they're jackholes. Sure, yeah. But if you, apparently, you give these jackholes something to aim at. The level, the amount of urine that gets on the floor uh-huh. and everywhere else decreases dramatically. I can believe that. The problem with this is it's all about pressure. It's not about aim. So they are just going to be yeah, but spraying as hard as possible. Obviously, if they're just if they're pissing on the walls or floor, it's not going to record that. It's, rec- it's recording sure. rate of flow, so they have to get it in the urinal. I think this will... Yeah, but the splashback's going to be worse. Here's the other thing. Like, <laughs> guys... No one ever just, thinks of a splashback. No one ever does. Guys are going to be going into the urinals now, going up to the urinals when they should be going to the stalls. And they're going to realize, they're gonna oh, be- no, I've got a shit halfway through this. Oh. But the guy next to him is spraying milk in their face. Oh, no. And they're just going to press harder, and there's going to be some bad news happening. I think that's how, because we talked about our bathroom pet peeves, and I said my number one. <laughs> Was those, you know, and this people, is how you solve it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that explains the mystery of the people that pee and then run in and take a crap in a in the, in the toilet. Yeah, now those people will feel right at home. They'll, have, they'll be normal. I don't well, know. They're gonna have to wear adult diapers because you're just saying basically saying I can't. I can't let that guy push me off the ledge with the milk shooting out of his nose. I gotta keep the and then just yeah, full release. Yeah, you don't want that. <sighs> Anyway, so yeah, that was. Did you uh, just say full release? No, I said full release. Okay. What of it? Uh, this cast is. We should do this stuff at the end of the cast, really, because I think people we like we start off with an no. audience of several hundred people, and <laughs> no, by by, by the last when when the anime Gucci rolls at the end, it's uh, just Staffa and Peter listening. It's me, yeah. <laughs> like that's it. So, no, dude, I think people like this stuff more than anything. I don't know. Anyway, Blue Yonder, um, the podcast that guarantees full release. So yeah, we were talking about the, the fighter. We went and saw that today. We get, we're going to bring it down. We're going to bring the levels. Yeah, down. I was going to say whiplash. Turn that insanity meter down a little bit on the trolls right. there. Boost the enthusiasm a little bit. Yep. Um, uh, the fighter. So this was a true story, and I get the opinion that it's more based true on a true story. But I get it's probably more true than most based on true stories. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, because I got to say, they, at the end of the movie, they show the two actual guys that the movie's about, mm-hmm. uh, Mickey and his brother Dickie. Which that's a bad combo. Mickey and Dickie. Mickey and Dickie. Here comes yeah. Mickey and Dickie down the street. Dickie that's and worse Mickey. than like Huey, Louie, and Doofus or whatever. Huey, Louie, and Dewey, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. The Scrooge brothers. Scrooge, Scrooge. boys. The Scrooge boys. Yeah. Huey Scrooge. Dewey uh, Scrooge. Yep. Yep. Uh, God, what the hell? Did we get to. We just talked about Mickey and Dicky full release. Now we're talking about Ducktales. Sure, that's not right. People uh, love it. I, I kind of feel like it was based more on a true story. Uh, first impression I got is, holy god, the women in New England are ugly. Uh, Towny chicks I, in uh, New England are rough. <laughs> their 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 intellect levels, their speaking habits, their hair and grooming choices. It's like, I yeah. thought the Jersey Shore girls were rough, but, man, they got nothing on Townie girls. No, I totally agree there. Who I, was the who was Charlene? Is that the girl from the office? Yeah, she was a purse sales girl or whoever. Um, who but dated she, her? Somebody dated her. Did Jim date her for a while? I wait, I thought she was actually the girl from the office. Like, Pam? What? No, no, no. It's she's not, not Pam. the receptionist? No, there was another girl on there who looked exactly like Pam. And when Pam left... Uh-huh. Um, Briefly, I think they got her as a replacement or something. Okay. Because uh, I, yeah. that's, I thought she looked like her. But it's just weird that other than Charlize Theron in Monster, mm. I've not seen a more attractive woman go all sell all out to look unattractive. Like, I feel like they're like, okay, you got the part. We like your dramatic range. Now, here's what we want you to do. I don't go know. Go home for six weeks and eat nothing but Twinkies. Sit on the couch. Don't, <laughs> don't wear any makeup. Don't do anything to your hair. You know, it's like they just. I don't know. I mean, she's she's from the area, right? So she's know. obviously, if she's going to be a step above the other people, it's not going to be that big of a step. That's it's true. It's not going to be a giant I mean, leap for mankind. Don't get me wrong. I would have sex with her. I thought her body was attractive. I'm sure, just saying she's very that, attractive. Although that, I don't, I don't know that she's that attractive on the whole. Even when she's like movie star made up. No, like, I mean she she's attractive, no doubt. Yes, but no, she's not. She's yeah. she's no Charlie Theron. No, Charlie no. Theron cleans up like. But did you see her in Monster? I did. Oh my yeah. god, it's shocking! It's, it's insane, yeah. So, but uh, anyway. you know who was shocking in this? What is a uh, Batman Bale? Christopher Lloyd or whatever his name is? <laughs> Let me just say this: that guy, what he does to his body has to be yeah. unhealthy. Uh, totally. I mean, go from from the sheenest to Batman to this, mm-hmm. where like, and he was emaciated in that one. Uh, he wasn't emaciated. He just changed his body structure. Like he was this lanky, yeah. muscular dude. In Batman, he's this broad, muscular. I mean, mm-hmm. he's changed his body shape. No, three there was times. a movie that he did where he was totally emaciated. The, it was the like, Machinist. That's that what, what I'm was? talking about. Yeah, okay. like he's like a Holocaust survivor. Yeah, yeah. not special okay. effects. He was like a skeleton. Oh, yeah. yeah, he dropped like 60 pounds or something insane for that. And then he yeah. did Batman: uh, the the begin where he Batman: was The Dark Knight. Afterwards, yeah. it's yeah. like he. I don't know what that's got to do to his body. And then he did Sarah. He did, know. you know, John Connor where he's beefy. Mm-hmm. And so it's like he he wasn't emaciated. He was just he like he changed his body build. He kind of like Will Smith changed his body shape between you know Independence Day and all that crap. And then he did Ali. Oh, and then yeah, he yeah. just bulked the f up. Yeah. And now he's been, he's kept that body. Yeah, it's interesting. Like. How you can really change your entire body type. Like, when you go all out and you work out like those guys do for months on end, 
you really do change your body type, and that doesn't go away hardly no, but ever. To go back to the, the, the way what Christian before, Bale did here, I kind of feel impressive. like to get to the machinist level in this, he just like sat in a coffin and get fed <laughs> a 500 calorie a day diet, just yeah. like his muscles atrophied and yeah, it's impressive, no doubt. So. Uh, I mean, Tom Hanks. But even like his his acting in this is amazing. He he just disappears in a role. Yes, I, I I don't even think this is Christian Bale. This is the guy who did Batman. I'm thinking this is a character in this movie. This is a guy who exists in real life. And then when you saw the real dude at the end, it's yes. like you really appreciate. Like this guy nailed it. Yeah, everything he, he, about it. <laughs> absolutely. And I thought. Uh, What's his name? Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always... Well, let's not say always, because like he, he wasn't New Kids on the Block. I have no, not always been a fan no, of him. No, he wasn't. He, he had the Funky Bunch. Oh, that's right. The Funky Bunch. His, brother Donnie. his brother Donnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, now he's in Saw. Uh, <laughs> no, but Marky Mark did a phenomenal job in this movie. I thought he did really? a great job. I was saying that this wasn't... That he did not star in this movie. No, he didn't start. He did, Bale he did what and he needed Char- to do. Who's, who's the girl that was in the, the, the play? Sean Charlene? Connery. No, <laughs> no, I don't know. A uh, Sean Connery. I don't know her name. Uh, Roger Moore and uh, <laughs> Christian Bale. Yep. And Arnold Schwarzenegger start. They carried this movie. Marky Mark. <laughs> no, was, I think Marky Mark did what he needed to do. I don't know. Because like in Invincible, he does yeah. about the same role. Yeah. Um. I feel and like I thought that was really good. I feel good like too. he's like this in every movie he's in. He really is. I mean, there but he doesn't doesn't have much range, I don't think. Right. But he he cast himself in movies where he can play it. Yeah, there's guys like Christian Bale and Matt Damon who can become any role, yes. any character and be a leading man. And then there's mm. guys like Tom Cruise and Marky Mark Wahlberg who just play themselves yeah. in every movie yeah. and sell tickets. Absolutely. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I think one's harder than the other. Um, and what Absolutely, Bale and yeah. Damon do are amazing. But uh, I think that's just his mold. He's he's he plays himself. He is kind of a townie from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other thing, the, and he does play the the Boston character a lot. He played yeah. it in uh, Departed, didn't he? Uh, right, right. Yeah. You know, the other thing I want to touch on is just how awful this family is. Oh, no, dude. I absolutely hated. Like, you were over there chuckling at their antics. I was not. I was sitting there like, I want to fucking kill these people. I hate what they are doing to this guy. Yeah, they were holding him back. Oh, not just holding him back. They were fucking him up like right. mentally they right. were destroying this guy. and the thing and they were claiming that these other people that were trying to actually yes. help him are going to do the very things that they are doing to him yes and when he told off charlene was that her name yeah yeah when he said you are acting just like these people he's 100 percent right she was turning into them yeah i think 100 percent. it's like you can't you can't be that uncompromising you know uh i think he basically had to tell everybody in his life you know, I'm tired of you all running things. I'm going to run things. Yeah, and at that point, he had had his realization. I think Mark Wahlberg does a lot of movies about points of realization, mm-hmm. um, like in not Planet of the Apes, but in, in, in Invincible. <laughs> um, he had the realization that he could do this, that he didn't have to settle for this right. crappy life that he was going down. Right. Um, and in this movie, he does it again. He has this moment of realization. These things happen around him, and he goes, look, I don't have to do this anymore. I'm sabotaging myself. The people around me are hurting me. 
I'm going to step out of this. And he does that. And at that point, he had had that realization. And I think he was able to see far more clearly than anybody around him that this wasn't about them. And they they thought it was. It was about him. Right. And he did need his brother's boxing insights. Exactly. And he knew that that they didn't. They were trying to make him stick to this promise he made when he was... Right. Couldn't see yeah, they started believing that they're the ones that got him here. He's like, no, exactly. I'm in the, I'm the guy in the ring, and I need you, <laughs> and I need you, and I need you. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, let's talk about the actual boxing. Okay. It's you so good to see. I, I mean, I don't know how exaggerated this was. His strategy of just letting, you know, absorbing punishment and letting the other guy punch uh-huh. out. I know that's a some semi. Uh, practical boxing strategy, but I don't think it's practice to that extreme where you just basically cover up and get hammered for eight rounds. (laughs) Because he took some beatings regardless of being covered. But I do like the fact that it wasn't the Rocky style gloves at belt level, (laughs) trading haymakers, like brutal Uh haymakers. They emphasize the body shots and how devastating those can be. And I, and I noticed when he was working the bag, like the mm-hmm. speed bag, he yeah. was actually doing that. And, yeah. And from what you've said, that's very difficult. That what he was doing that that like where he was doing that the hand over oops that, <laughs> the, the hand over hand over hand over just and, demonstrate on the mic. Yeah, like please. <laughs> when he was doing that, that is freaking extremely hard to do. Okay. And uh, he was really that, that's also struck me uh, as very realistic the way they the, the training regimen they were doing mm-hmm. and like it's boxers just seem to invent ways to torture themselves. <laughs> yeah. Because not only is it getting them in shape, but it's uh, accustoming them to work with being uncomfortable and in pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like I think that that's the unique thing about a boxing workout. It's similar to, like, special forces training. And it's not it's not the goal is to get you in shape and sculpt your body. It's mm-hmm. also to inflict pain. <laughs> sure. To get you to love pain. To be like, you know, because I thought that was another interesting thing. Because there is an honest-to-God professional boxer in my boxing class. Mm-hmm. And the way he moves and, like, Marky Mark, 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 Marky Mark, do it. Double M. Uh, Mark Wahlberg had this look in his face after one particular, like, in the middle of this one particularly grueling session where he just started grinning. And, like, uh, Chris at the boxing class does that, too, where he's getting his ass, like, he like, starts to enjoy it. See, like, I believe. a sick phase part of him. Uh, Marky Mark has the build, like like a boxer would i mean he he's a thick dude yeah like this i believe that in real life he trains like that well so i heard he that, probably like, he's was been... having fun training for this movie and i heard that he was trying to make this movie for five years and he stayed in workout shape and did boxing workouts and huh. worked at the gym for the whole time while they're trying to get the money to make this movie uh maybe so that's why he stayed in shape after planet of the apes he's just god this boxing movie um but yeah i thought that and the way he moved like you know even in yeah. shadow boxing it looked very real as opposed to some of the crap you see in rocky which is yeah. a different type of awesome. It's just not a good boxing movie. <laughs> sure. It's an inspirational. Point. Yeah. Um, so. uh, I was going to comment about boxing. Like I noticed when, when they were showing the final scene, like the, the showdown, of course, it comes mm-hmm. in every, every boxing movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I really felt the energy and I was thinking, trying to think of another sport where they could film this to where I really feel that energy. And I really couldn't. Yeah. I mean, there is no other sport where you've got people screaming at you what to do. No, they, they say like in a big UFC or big heavyweight fight that the buzz in that mm -hmm. room is better than like the Super Bowl. It's better than the NBA finals because that like the people are far this, they're on top of, they really are. 
Uh, and they're <laughs> screaming for blood. I mean, it's a blood sport. Yeah, there is a That's... row for people to walk between you and the ring if you're in the front row. That's why I wish we'd gone to the UFC fight when it came here, mm-hmm. even though it turned out to be a lousy card. I oh. think going in and... Uh, Cheering on Lytle would have been amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I bet sure that, that guy got a lot of cheers. Oh, I bet the uh, uh, field house was rocking. Yeah. Uh, we about done on this? Uh, no, I think I had one other thing I wanted to say about it, but I need to get my notes. Um, oh, look oh, at the professionalism yeah, of Jim Jones. Absolutely. Let me... Uh, uh, no, one thing I did notice, the uh, you've heard about all of these birds dying mysteriously, right? Like in Arkansas... How is this related like to the boxing movie? You'll, you'll see. Okay. No, you'll I haven't see. heard this. You haven't? Okay. No. So anyway, in Arkansas, there's been hundreds and hundreds of birds just dying. Because the state's so lame? Uh, the state is extremely lame. Second, le- I, second leading uh, state for bird kills, death due to boredom, Washington. <laughs> Washington. Just yeah. neck and neck with Arkansas. But Arkansas finally pulled, pulled ahead <laughs> in the last month of 2010. And I've driven through Arkansas at 2 in the morning. It is a hellacious drive. Oh, yeah. The only one, the only thing worse is maybe Nebraska. I've never Winter been time to Nebraska. Nebraska. Thank goodness. Just drive out in a cornfield, and then imagine that for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nebraska uh, is what in people think Indiana is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> and I'm not sticking up for Indiana because we're kind of like that. But Nebraska is. It's just <laughs> yeah. a giant cornfield. Absolutely. Anyway, so birds have been dying left and right in Arkansas, and I was thinking. When I saw the preview for Battle LA, I was thinking maybe this is a viral marketing campaign. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like, some things happen for a reason, or some things are a sign. So you think they like sprayed cyanide in the upper <laughs> Absolutely, atmosphere to man. make these bird di- deaths? Absolutely. I think they've been just <gasps> running planes with giant propellers, like six mile wide propellers, and right. just chopping them up. I don't think that would work physically. <laughs> I like to think so. Uh-huh. I like to think it would. They, they they got a they got like a million microwaves in a cornfield. Yep. And they open the doors open the door. and overrode the safety features and point them up in the sky. These <laughs> birds dropped. Now we just wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm done. That I'm was done sponsored by what's this here? Kenmore. Kenmore. <laughs> oh god. Bird death sponsored by Kenmore. <laughs> Battle LA coming to theaters three eleven eleven. Yeah, Battle Out man, that's a hmm. It really looks cool. I, it does look yeah. cool, and I really like that kind of uh, Gears of War style mournful song that they got playing. Mm, yep. What yep. is that song? I don't know. Like the the Gears of War was like a Tears for Fear remake, wasn't it? Or cover? <laughs> I think it was a Funky Bunch remake. <laughs> Feel the vibrations. <laughs> Ace of Base, all that on. she wants. I think. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Anyway, wow. Uh, yes, I know what song you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. Whatever. Okay. Uh, next, okay, I'm, next I'm totally done with the fighter. Okay. I think the last part wasn't actually about the fighter. You lied. It was about the fighter. The previous for the fighter. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> um. That's yeah. our next segment. Um. Yeah. We're going to see how long the audience will tolerate um. <laughs> uh, Turns it's out another, it's less time than we just talked about. It. It's another comfortable silence. Oh, boy. Okay, I have nothing else to talk about except for personal arrogance. Oh, you're not going to do the uh, genetic modification stuff? No, we're going to save that. Okay. Save it for another time. All right. Uh, let's talk about personal arrogance. All so right. We, we, we declared victory. We had gone two and a half weeks. We, we crashed through their enemy lines. We invaded their podcast. We drove them before us and heard their lamentations of their women. 
Yep. yep. Um, and it'd been two weeks since we had contact with the enemy. I mean, we were searching their territory. We're pissing on their, you know. They had co- gone underground. Yeah, they, they had were, gone underground. We, we, they did fled. Yes. S- totally seeded the war. Yep. And we declared victory. Uh, yeah, right. We planted so. our flag. We planted our flag and, and their in cr- their capital. In their capital. And uh, then we got this transmission that says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We took the holidays off the war." Yeah. Okay. That's you know who else tried that? The British Army. <laughs> Got their they ass tried to kicked. take. They took Christmas off too. <laughs> George fucking Washington sailed across the Potomac on a silver dollar and kicked their ass. <laughs> George Washington sailed across on his wooden teeth. He built a boat out of those wooden Uncle teeth, Uncle Sam, and yeah. then sailed over and personally kicked those Hessians' ass. Agreed. Agreed. Not wise Christi- to and, take and, the holidays and, off. And the headless Christopher Walken was right there by his side. <laughs> So that's what you get. Matt and Jamie, when you take the holidays off, you get your ass kicked. Now, if you want to try to get back in the fight, we're we're, we're ready to entertain your uh, offers or your attacks. We still have our standing army. We are ready to to confront you. I think we should probably give them a reprieve from the two-minute hate, though. Yeah, I'm not not putting that much energy into this. I I really feel like their their excuse of the holidays. Well, we we don't cast. We don't confront people on the holidays should we i don't buy it i don't buy it i think what it is is that the modern the modern seattle man just is not afraid to show his emotions this is something you can respect (laughs) they got they got offended by our words yeah they had to take time to recover from our vicious onslaught right i I mean this is something to respect they're in touch with their emotions their girlfriends and or moms were just panicked after that uh, after we you well, know they were helping them, them said through. the mean words they were helping them through the uh the trauma yeah i got something better than a two-minute hate it's gonna take longer for me to get through than a two-minute <laughs> that's hate. true they gave us our two-minute it's, hate it's, today. it's a personal statement that they wanted me to read uh, and i right. think our listeners by the end they'll have they'll bring all the hate that they can i think so we we promised we would read whatever mail we got on the air so we're going to god help us here we go it's to blue yonder from Matt and Jamie of Personal Eric. This is Jesse and Eric. Is that their real name? What? I don't get it. Why do they, I, I why think do they this use is an Matt and Jamie? Email. I think why? someone who doesn't listen to their podcast. Well, maybe that's just their often. show names, Matt and Jamie. Like we're Aaron and Jim, even maybe. though we aren't really. I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing to Jim and I. Jim and I. I knew you'd do that. <laughs> to Blue Yonder, I would like to assure the Blue Yonder crew. We're a crew now. We are. That we are still at a state of war, but like the good Christian soldiers we are, we refuse to fight during the holidays. The holy days, in fact. A couple of statements. Population does not equal culture. Actually, they use the equal, not equal culture. Uh, Using public transportation does not equal experiencing Seattle. No, we did a lot more than ride the ferries and the taxis and the public transportation. I, no, I don't want to defend our, our no, trip. Yeah, you're right. We're, our we're, trip stands on its own. We're, 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 we're reading this verbatim. Uh, now something for A. Ron to read. <laughs> if you change your mind, I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need Should me, I let me know. Me snaps? Gonna be it. around. If you've got... <laughs> Wait, that's fucking me up, man. That's fucking me up. If you got no place to go, if you're feeling down, if you're all alone when the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a a chance on me. Going to do my very best, and it ain't no lie. If you put me to the test, I'll let you... Wait, if you let me try. Take a chance on me. That's all I ask of you, honey. Take a chance on me. We can go dancing, we can go walking, as long as we're together. Listen to some music, maybe just talking. Get to know you better. Because... 
You know I've got are so they, much that I want to do when I dream I'm alone with you. This is getting creepy. Are they it's professing magic. their love for you here? Is this what's I think going on? did. This is just getting creepy. Oh, yeah. You want me to leave it there, afraid of a love affair, but I think you know that I can't let go. If you change oh, your mind, my. I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. You may Take want to change your phone number, Aaron. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, this is uh, the stanza again. This is the, the chorus. Um Read it. Read it verbatim. No, I, it's a chorus. This is standard uh, lyric quoting thing. Oh, we promised. We uh, promised. Oh, you can take your time, baby. I'm in no hurry. No, I'm going to get you. You don't want to hurt me, baby. Don't worry. I ain't going to let you. Let me tell you now. My love is strong enough to last when things are rough. It's magic. <laughs> you say that I waste my time, but I can't get you I off my mind. I didn't know you felt that way. No, I can't let go because I love you so. And then we have the chorus again. Ba 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 ba. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Going to do my very best, baby. Can't you see? Got to put me to the test. Oh God! What would that test consist of? Uh, Structural integrity. Someone read this email. Yeah, take a chance on me. Ba 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 ba. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Thank you, Jamie or Jesse or something like that. Okay, prime intellect style. Uh, I have a new rule. Uh huh. <laughs> there is a time limit on emails that can be sent in to be read. 30 seconds or less. Mm. We will no longer. 60. Uh, Let's give him 60. Uh, you can read fast, man. 60 seconds is like a couple paragraphs worth of shit. Uh, I don't think, I, I don't know. I think right. uh, that's that's a feature. This is not a bug, it's a feature. Uh, they said, P.S., are you guys going to either PAX this year? Is that because they want to rumble? Could be. Going to Rumble? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to PAX. As a matter of fact, we just booked our tickets, our flights. If you're going to Rumble, we need to know like what your weight class is. Because I, I, I'll oh, probably drop some. And, they're and, lightweights. And, and, and I don't know. Matt featherweight. Matt andor Jamie is supposedly tall. Tall? I don't know if he's like thickly constructed. They drink a lot of beer. So it's, I don't. I need to know if I need to come up weight, drop down weight. You know. Uh, unless I don't think you'll have to come up any weight, dude. You're right. you're a tall, dude. I might, maybe when it comes okay. to out drinking them. When it comes to out drinking them? <laughs> yeah, I gotta nah. get my drinking arm back back in the battle mode. <laughs> Since you moved out, it's, it's calm, come down a little, little bit. I bet, yeah. I don't like drinking alone. Uh, okay. Although the Lord does count <laughs> um, as company. Um, anyway, I'm so lost. What, what were we talking about? So I think the listeners already hate these assholes. Pa- PAX enough. East. Here we uh, go. PAX East? Yeah, uh, we are going to PAX East. Yeah, what of it? What, what bring it you coming on to the east coast that's our i mean it's closer to our coast than the west coast anyway or claim it east coast is our territory <laughs> it is yeah when we go to seattle when we meet- go to pax normal that's right pax prime that's their territory that's your territory but you're coming to our territory that's right you want to rumble you got to rumble at home baby mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, Gen Con would be our home territory. Oh, they yeah, come to yeah. Gen Con. They'll never come to Gen Con. I don't know. The board games are pretty awesome. Did you know that Gen Con is doing an, a Blood Bowl extravaganza this year? I did All not Blood know Bowl that. for 24 hours. You oh guys should come God. to it. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> There's no such thing happening. Uh, there probably is, actually. That's the funny thing. There probably yeah. is. A, There's a, a room, a Blood, a Blood Bowl. Bowl room. I'm certain yeah. there would be a Blood Bowl championship of some sort. Probably. Um, oh God, this is this is boring. We're, we're being boring. I agree. Uh, what else we got? I've got nothing. Uh, how we, about stuff? You know, we've got a new segment. We're going to call it Staffa's Corner. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, this is what you get when you loyally support our cast and and uh, you send in high quality questions. We're just going to give you a segment, Staffa. 
And you can rant about whatever you want, and, you know, we're going to riff on that. Yep. Uh, Stafa sends us a message titled Escalators. He tends to rant, though. I found that to be he true. He is ranty. He's a bit ranty. I like that. I can I can identify the ang- angry angry man. Sure. Uh, Dear Blue Yonder, too many people have no clue how to use an escalator. They were invented to speed up the process of going up down the stairs. They are not elevators to just stand on. You people who stand on escalators are jerks and probably fat as well. People who like anime are also jerks. So pe- so people who stand on elevators love anime. Uh, Staffa, I can't argue with his logic there. Yes, both correlation and causation. Yeah, it's 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 pretty airtight. Uh, yeah. I gotta agree with you. I think I'll second if, it. Yeah. if you want to stand on the elevator, do it to the right. The escalator, right? The escalator. Okay. You can't pass on an elevator unless you have a Boba Fett. <laughs> and then why are you taking an elevator? You can just fly up the level. Um, but seriously, if you want to stand on an elevator, do it on the right side mm. so people on the left can overtake you. It's just the I, same. That is common courtesy. It's the same as the uh, you know Jetson-style belts at the airway. If you want to just, uh, yes. if you just want to ride yeah. those people movers, then get the hell to the left side. The yeah. right is for fast moving traffic, just like on the, our great interstate. And nothing, system. nothing will teach you that faster than trying to stand on one of those without walking at O'Hare, because people at O'Hare will fucking knock you over. Good, they don't give a shit, and I'm one of those people. Yeah, like you get in my way at O'Hare Airport. No, outside of O'Hare, I'm a mild mannered person, but I get in O'Hare and I get mean. We have I to. Will push, it's a I will push. I will shove. I will bite. I will curse. Kicking the junk. <laughs> well, and they make yeah. it easy because above the, the the belt they have a sign: walk, walk, mm-hmm. walk, stand, stand, stand. On yep. the belt they actually have two feet together, two feet apart, <laughs> yeah. with a dotted line in between. They they have it at the beginning I've of the belt. I've seen people actually the try the to put their feet on those footprints and stand there. <sighs> at the beginning of the belt, they have the announcer voice saying, "The right side is for standing, the left side is for faster traffic." Unloading. I mean, come on, people. If, if you're standing in the left lane, you are just being an asshole. I, I agreed 100%. So that's Stoffa's Corner. It concludes this. That is Stoffa's Corner. <laughs> and that's we'll it for the show. See, we'll have to see. No, yeah. no, no. We, got, uh, uh, we actually had a winner. We have one less ninja to give away. Oh, yeah. Um, Action Jackson is her name. Action I think. Jackson. No, oh, it's not. <laughs> jazz, jazz Anamorphics. It's Jazz Carnation. Jazz Carnation. From New yes. York City. Or New York, at least. New York um, City. That's that's cool because I was wondering where the traffic was coming from in New York, and now it's I know. It's all coming it's just, from New York. It's just like the Carolinas. Who the hell is listening to the Carolinas? I don't know, but maybe they can win a Shonimal well, if they go to our Facebook page and get four. That's right. What did she get? She got the orange. The orange, orange one is ninja. gone. Orange We've gone. It's off the board. Green, blue, and black. Black are the only ones left. I kind of thought black would be the first to go. Because it's ninja colored. <laughs> it's ninja colored. It's actually appropriate. So Yeah, um, well, I, some people like I don't orange. know, like blue could be sub-zero for Mortal think, Kombat. I think picking real colors, like kind of out there colors, it expresses your personality. You don't have to go with the black ninja. And Jazz Carnation's got an orange personality. Jazz Carnation, yeah. Sounds she's, like she's, an orange. She's orangey. Kinda. She's yeah. orangey. So... <laughs> So how did how did Jazz how did Jazz Carnation pull this feat off? Uh, well, she roped some of her friends into liking us on Facebook. That she roped five of her friends, <laughs> five of her in friends. particular. Yeah. So if you want one of these Shawnable Ninjas uh, featured on the front page of our uh, website, baldmove.com, uh, drag five of your acquaintances on Facebook and have them push the like button. They don't have to listen to our cast. However, I did notice I that... I would prefer if they didn't listen to our cast. It's horrifying. <laughs> our cast is horrifying. This one in particular. If but, you've been listening, rewind and don't listen. Right. Uh, but yeah, so get in there, drag five of your friends, and uh, 
send us an email and uh, tell us where to ship it, and we will ship that uh, ninja to you. I'll tell you where to ship it. That little fluffy ball of death right to you. Now, I think. Okay, that uh, is the end How do they contact us if they want a, a, a little correspondent piece like Staffa? If you want your own segment on the show, send <laughs> an email to blueyonder at baldmove.com, or you can visit our forums at forums.baldmove.com, or Twitter slash baldmove. Facebook slash one seven eight nine one. The only way to get the only, the only way to get this uh, our Facebook site is to go to our main site and click the Facebook icon. Yeah, what the fuck is with Facebook, man? I don't. Why can't why? you get a Facebook.com slash bald move? Yeah, I will pay for it. Do you hear that, <laughs> no. Zuckerberg? No, no. Do you hear that, Zuckerberg? No, I will not pay for it. You can pay for it. I will not. Did I just not say I will pay for it? If you want to pay for it, I pay. <laughs> call him up. And oh, I'm paying it. for it. I'm paying for it right now. <laughs> God, the audience is too. Yeah, that's it. We're cut off. Putting this cast out of its misery. One eight hundred. Fuck the audience. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones and I'm Aaron Hubbard. Ciao.